mom. Yeah. Welcome to the Strong Life podcast. Happy to be here. Thank you. <laughs> Have you ever done a, done a podcast before? No, I've hardly even ever watched a podcast. Well, I you, do watch yours sometimes. Yeah. yeah. You listen. Podcast is just audio. That's the great thing about podcasts, but we will record oh. this and put oh. it on YouTube too, since you look so fabulous. Can I have veto power on that one? <laughs> no. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Um, I haven't told you this either, but I was from the, when I flew back from Montana on Sunday, I talked to you on the mm -hmm. phone at the airport, but I had gotten In Denver. so sick. I had, I was oh, throwing no. up, I had diarrhea and it has oh. stopped and the throwing up stopped, but today even today i'm just i do not my stomach is off i've barely eaten which is not like me at all oh so that's too bad you know when we just got back from spain one of the guys that we traveled with had those symptoms as soon as he got home too actually it started in transit i think it's i think it's just the price you pay when you travel hannah who yeah. i was like i hope you didn't pick it up here i'm like well i'm not even worried about where like who knows but yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't been that sick since probably mm. like, like down. So I feel a lot better today and I really wanted to have a chance to talk to you. It's fun to talk to you this way. Yes, it is. It's okay. Great. So one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on is obviously you are probably, I'd say my greatest role model when I look back about like, cause you know, now in, as a, as a coach and obviously a mother, I think a lot about like, does do the things I do impact Jack? How do they impact Jack? Um, and then I, you realize, as you know, as you get older, a lot of things you learned, good, bad, all of it is from your, your upbringing. And the more women I coach, the more I realize too, especially in our generation, there weren't a lot of mothers doing what you were doing and living that lifestyle. And some of the things I take for granted, like, you know, oh, just, this is just the way it is. But it, it's it's not that common that I run into women whose mothers had, you know, were really their, their kind of leader in the health and fitness. I have to say dad too. I shouldn't just say- yeah. But he's right. not here right now, so we're right. talking to you. But he could be. Yeah. Dad, what are you doing? Another time. Okay, and I say all the time, like my mother said, like my mother said, like, and I, I find myself saying that more and more as I get older, and because I'm trying to also give credit where credit is due. Like, it's, you know, these are not just my thoughts. A lot of them are are from you, and I think a lot of what I, what is in my coaching is from, it just comes from things I learned as a, as a child and a young girl and the way I experienced my childhood, which is, you know, they always say like, we, our memories are foggy, you know, Yeah. Mm -hmm. but um, I think I chose somewhere along the way to pull out the best of it. And uh and so anyway, it's woven into what I coach every day and the way I kind of see things. Mm -hmm. I thought it would be fun to have you on here since I taught, I even talked. Well, thank about you. That. So I have one. Well, question. thank you. Mm -hmm. One question. If you get it wrong this time, you'll have a chance to get it 
right after, which is which is your who's your favorite child? I was just curious. <laughs> <laughs> Kendra, you asked me. Well, no, you accuse me of having a favorite child, and you well, okay, accuse fine. it there. You know, honestly, and you talk to I have no favorites. How can you not? I love you both. It all isn't hard. No, it's not hard. It's not hard. You you two are so different. Yeah. You and your brother are so different. Thank God. There's not yes, thank goodness. And so there's not really comparing, you know, you're just so different. I love you both. There is no favorite. You know that. Right. You'll have another You don't you don't seem to know that really. You'll you'll have another opportunity at the end to, to Okay. Cuz that No, I get oh. it. I just because I only okay. have one. I could see that. I could see how you couldn't even compare. And my friend Kate Goodwin who has 5 she couldn't, you know, they're all different. They all have a different place in her heart. You That's know? true. That's true. They, That's but they true. all have all of her heart, just a different place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's right. That's true. So have you- Thank you, Kate, for that. Have you seen Between Two Ferns? No. Oh, well, I thought if you had, I would let you know we were going to do an interview style like that. It's really funny. Oh. I'll send you some of the, I'll send you some of the- after you see this, you'll realize. You could have told me beforehand. <laughs> What's with that? Well, basically, uh, this actor, Zach, who you will know, roasts all of his guests. And so I thought, well, we'll take that approach. Oh, no. Okay. All right. So I did send you a couple things to think about ahead of time. Because mm -hmm. I, I, I don't, you know, podcasts, as I've mentioned, like don't need to be scripted. But it is nice for mm -hmm. people to have some idea. Mm -hmm. so mom yes what you're how old are you again can you tell everyone 75 and don't make me 76 you've known for doing that mm -hmm. I'm only 75 yeah I do I don't know why which is a good age I like it you do what do you like about 75 well I say that with hesitation <laughs> <laughs> I have wisdom, but then I've had wisdom for a long time. I don't yeah. need to be 75. Uh, you know, like in this, Actually, in, this 70, <laughs> in, in my 70s, I've just experienced, um, you know, some physical disappointments. Let's put it that way. Oh, and all, a lot of my friends are this age or close. And we talk about it a lot. Um, for me, you know, it's just stuff that doesn't really interfere with my activity level but it's there you know just pain here there everywhere but um I still do all my regular stuff so so what is at I like 75 what is your regular stuff okay well uh I walk I walk like an hour um most days but um like this morning I played tennis I haven't walked yet but I will with the dog later um, I played pickleball yesterday. Um, we golfed. What's we golfed on Sunday? Your dad and I golfed on Sunday. So I play pickleball or golf or tennis or walk or garden. Um, yeah. I went in the basement and worked out. Um, we have a very basic kind of workout area, and so I like doing that a little bit. So I I really believe in moderation. Because my knees are saying, mm, don't do that again for a while, you know, things yeah. like that. I just kind of listen to my body and try to modify um, what needs to be done. Right. That's all. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think you're good at that kind of going, well, okay, that that's bothering me, but this isn't. So I'll use that, you know? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Walking is good. And I walk with friends. Mostly I walk with friends. I don't walk alone much, but if I do, I use it listening to a book. Yeah. Are you, I mean, this is very, you walking is very different than my childhood. So I kind of want yes. to back up a little bit. Yes. Okay. Because when did you start, like, when did you start thinking about where well, I'm just going to say health and fitness? I mean, it's just been your lifestyle forever, but when did you start thinking about, uh, like living a health, healthy lifestyle? Do you remember? Mm, I don't remember ever starting to think about that. I mean, I think I've always kind of um, well, I didn't really get into exercising regularly, uh, you know, like running, for instance, uh, until the seventies when there was a big running craze and your dad started first. And then I got my friend Marilyn and we ran around the block and then we ran around the block twice. And then, you know, then we started doing races and, um, you know, so marathons, baby, right? Baby, uh, no, well, you were about four or five. I remember actually, uh, Marilyn and I were going to run around the block and you and Braxton were sitting on the sofa watching Sesame Street or whatever was on that afternoon. And I called my neighbor who could see you through the window. I took the phone off the hook. I said, don't move. She could see you. And I ran around the block and came <laughs> back. And Marilyn and I, could barely breathe. And it was so hard <laughs> to run around the block. For me, it was always the breathing. Um, I, you know, it just couldn't get my breath. But, you know, build up a tolerance for that. So then we go two times around the block. And then I couldn't leave you anymore. So I had to wait till your dad got home. But um, so that's when it all started. And I just kind of got hooked. Um, and races were fun. We did a lot of um, team racing where, uh, I would run, two people would canoe, and then Marilyn would bike. So we were yes, a team of four. Yes. Remember, we took you to family, oh, all yeah. those things. You yeah. saw a lot of those. We'd have a picnic yeah. afterwards or something. So that always, I, it was always fun for me. I had to make it fun somehow. So, right. Um, do you, you know, do that you was. Remember, do you remember um, what's funny now for people that are listening? She's talking about her friend Marilyn. Well, they're still friends. <laughs> Okay, still we played tennis this morning right. and they had <laughs> Emily her daughter is a good friend of mine and Emily all of the kids became athletes and uh were very were very active I mean I just remember a very active childhood but mm -hmm. not just me that was the thing is like when I look back especially now think it I don't know if I wasn't doing this for a living, if I would think about it the way I think about it, because every day I think about it when I think about and read messages from people who feel like, oh, I, you know, I, I just, I'm always putting my kids first. That's why I don't exercise. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me. Cause I'm like, my mother didn't put me second, you know, like, it wasn't like you, it's not this, it's not a choice like that. It's not even related in my mind. 
Well, I have to say, if you're a working mom and you get up at six and, you know, get out the door and commute to work and get home later, that's very different than my life. You know, I work part time in our business and, you know, it was easier for me to incorporate it all. I mean, you kids would get on the bus and I would run and then I'd go into work. You know, I mean, it, it was, I didn't have the challenges that some people have today. I mean, it's very different, but you're right. You can always get up a little earlier, adjust things and, and well, fit I mean, in at least a half an hour a day. At right, least right. you can do that. Yeah. And I think you also have to eat, right? So you could just make different choices eating. Like it's, you know, yeah. I mean, I think there are options. It is even now, I mean, you know, I was a single parent with Jack. You mm -hmm. just kind of make it work, working full time. You get help yeah. where you need to. You get sitters where you need to. You fit it in where you can. It just has to be a priority. But I, I have women, I mean, that are in your the same situation you're you were in, and still, you know, have a hard time putting themselves as and their health as a priority. It does. It kind of doesn't matter how busy you are. It's more of a mindset, like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I have to say this, and I th think you are the same way. We enjoy being physically active. Yeah, that's true. So that helps a lot. We yeah. don't have that huge stumbling block like some people have who just hate it. Yeah. You know, uh, they, they don't want to do it. It's so hard to get moving. But for me, even as a little girl, I loved riding my bike playing all yeah, the sports same. I did. And so, yeah, and you too. So I never had to force you to sign up for this or sign up for that because you enjoyed it. And right. so that's a benefit uh, that yep. we have that not everybody has. Right. So, so let's talk about that then. One reason as a coach that I, it doesn't feel good to exercise when you're really out of shape. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't, if you have 40, 50, 60 extra pounds, and I've had, the reason I'm saying this is because I had, have had many clients say this to me, like it, it actually hurts. It doesn't, mm -hmm. but you have to get through those clients that break through that can, can do it. And they can do it with things like walking and making better food mm -hmm. choices. I mean, I guess I just think where there's a will, there's a way in so many of these cases, you know? That's true. The only stumbling block I had, and I said mentioned this, is the burning. I had terrible burning when I'd exercise, um, but I had to work through it. I had to just go out and keep at it until I built up a tolerance. Right. Um, that, right. That's the only thing I ever experienced that was right. really hard. Right. It is hard. Yeah. So what do you think, what do you think motivated you then? Like to keep, to keep, there was no way I wasn't going to do it. Okay. <laughs> there was just no way. I, I, I'm just going to keep running till it stops hurting. And, you know, even when I ran my best, fastest runs, that was the word that I still had that at the very yeah. end of races. Um, that's my nemesis sort of. Yeah. So where do you, uh, where do you think that competitive drive came from? I don't know. You know, I have a very um, 
you know, active family. I mean, the family I grew up in, many of them were very active, but well, I never competed with any of them. Use the fact that you like, let's talk a little bit about your family. All yeah. 87. Well, I'm from, I'm from uh, 13 kids, same parents, 13 kids, 10 brothers, but I didn't really do anything that they did. So I was never competing with them. I just was kind of competing with myself. Plus I was reading about people that were running well. I was living with people who were running well. We also had a sporting goods store. So people would come in the store and I talked to people. Um, so I just kind of got really energized by that and really wanted to experience that. So it wasn't hard because I just made these friends. Well, I already had them um, that said, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's. And I mean, Pam, who I still walk with, Linda, you know, we all um, yeah. we all did the marathons together. Pam, Linda, Marilyn, um, my friend Sue Blood, who's no longer with us. Sorry to say um, we we ran. We ran lots of races together over the years. Yeah. And um that was great. It's great fun. So one of the things I was going to ask you about too, and and I think for those who don't know, my parents started a uh, sporting goods store in 19, it was at 75? 74. 74. You, you weren't even one yet. I was a little baby. You were a baby. They bought the building and we lived upstairs. Mm-hmm in this little like loft tiny mm -hmm. one bedroom you you and your brother up in the bedroom yeah just up on the sofa yeah um, you do what you have to do kendra you do what you have to do <laughs> right so true entrepreneur started their own business little community mm -hmm. sporting goods store um mm -hmm. and by the way if you're new englander the same uh the Olympia sports started around the same time, Ed Manganiello, who owns all of those. So he started one very similar type of store, but um, so my parents started a running group and a running community and hosted and sponsored a local race, which is still, I, I think some people think that's the best race and the best course. 10 and mile race. I was amazing. And so mm. we grew up in in the store that's how i know i know that you sold it when i was about 12 but mm -hmm. at that point in my mind that just was my that's how i grew up you know i mean mm -hmm. it just so we were in the store my brother and i were in the store my i kind of watched my parents interact with the community we went to the race we worked the race we were just part of that community and it reminds me of how important community is when it comes to you know, your own leading that healthy lifestyle. I mean, yeah. all we kind of knew. What was the difference, do you think, between raising a son and a daughter when it came to food and like body image issues? You know, I saw that you, you put that down as a, a point to maybe discuss. And I thought about it, I thought, Golly, I'm not aware of thinking about that, Kendra, honestly. Uh, maybe maybe I've just fogged that over, but I don't really remember that. Do, Do you, you have a sense of that? 
No, I mean, I, I often think about it because I don't have a daughter. So I don't, I can't really tell you that. I can tell yeah. you that, you know, my brother and I had different challenges, but now that we've, as we come together as adults, like, I mean, I know that he thinks about his physique and his health and he's doing mm -hmm. that now. And um, it's interesting because we didn't take the same path. Like, right. And same upbringing, but we we kind of chose a different path for yeah. quite a while. He'll come back to it every once in a while and sort of, I think it's on his mind is like, he knows that he feels better, but mm -hmm. it's just been a non-negotiable. And for him, it's been stop and start, hit or miss. I think he's, I, I feel like he's actually nailing it right now. Cause mm -hmm. he just, seems that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. His approach is like for my life instead of you know, for the next few months, I'm going to do this. It's, it's, he's, I re I'm really excited for him. Well, a change is he used to try to do it for a particular date, Yeah, you know, fast. like a, yes. for a wedding or for Brett, for somebody's reunion, but now it's, see people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So well, that's good. I, I more live like, you never know who you're going to run into, you know? Well, that's true. Yeah. Right. He, um, no, I mean, I think now with the, I actually did a podcast recording earlier today, responding. I can't wait for you to hear it. I'll do that, hmm. which I'm trying not to do on the podcast, yeah. but we responded to the uh, fitness influencer article you sent me. Oh yeah. And we read the study and we talked about it because I, I keep thinking like, you know, wow. Um, I can't imagine the volume of images, mom, I would have been a disaster. Think about those few years uh, I went through. I can't I imagine. had being, a yeah. freaking phone. Can you imagine? No, I can't. I, I, we often say that all of us, how would we have survived it? How would we have survived it? Well, I think everyone's yeah. a little checked out themselves. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I think. I think everyone's, I just, and I feel like so lucky with Jack because it was sort of on the tip. I mean, he didn't get a phone until he was, I don't even know how old. So he was about 12. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like everyone had them like they do now, right. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, re I don't remember growing up feeling like there was this major difference in how we were, you know, <laughs> Glad to hear it. <laughs> I got something right again. <laughs> we, are, we are on the podcast. I do want to, I'm going to save. Um, okay. So we're not going to go down. We're not going to, I'm not going to take you down the transgender and sports topic. Oh, good. <laughs> but I do want to ask you because I, mm -hmm. so I was the only girl who played on the boys team, the boys hockey team. Do you remember right. that? Oh, so of course. Tell, yeah. Tell me a little bit about like what that, how did that even transpire? I don't even remember. You were a very good skater because you've done a lot of figure skating and, and um, you had been out, I think maybe doing some pond skating or I don't know, you had a little experience with hockey or you had a taste of it and you said you wish you could. And I said, well, you can Just sign up and nobody 
said, you can't do that. I don't remember anybody rolling their eyes or anything. And you look so cute with your pigtails hanging out of your helmet. It was so cute. And you were a scrappy, you were a scrappy little player because you could <laughs> skate frontwards, backwards, twirl around. And so you, I think you had a good time, but you didn't continue it. No. Because you got into other things. I don't know what, but yeah. Well, I was, I was imagining like, so one thing I always say that you taught me is like, if you can, if you can visualize it, you can, you can do it, do it. And now it's super annoying because it's on every single social media post ever. And I'm like, people say that, that don't even, there's, there's a, that haven't like, I don't know. It's a, it's a common kind of um, cliche thing. But to me, it was like, actually part of how I was raised and I think mm -hmm. those things like as a as a young girl they might not seem like a big deal but when you look back and you were sort of like oh my gosh that it all is part of how I got to this point now where I do think anything is possible and I mm -hmm. think things like just sending your girl to play boys hockey and that's like though all those things kind of add up don't you think mom I do I think it's just another little piece of the puzzle and um we are that puzzle and we have lots of pieces that contribute to how we evolve you know so yes I think it's it's yeah yeah it's pretty cool when you kind of look back at the whole body of work and think about mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know what makes us I think it's so interesting too how um you know when you look at two people's life circumstances how the way somebody was raised just like perpetuates the cycle or mm -hmm. the way somebody was raised is the reason they got out of the cycle like it you know what I'm saying that's true that's true why do you think that is I don't know. We're given examples throughout our life. Well, I'll give you my, my dad. My dad had a lot of good qualities, but he was pretty tough and he was pretty critical and he wasn't very affectionate. In a, and uh, I always thought to myself at a very young age, I do not want to be married to anybody like that. You know, it, he just isn't what I want for my family. So, I mean, there was that example. I knew that's not what I wanted. And I think that happens a lot. Um, and I'm never going to be like him. Uh, I'm not going to marry anybody that treats their family like that. And of course, you know, your dad, he's just so loving and patient um, and the antithesis of my dad. So, uh, yeah, I think it can go both ways, really. Yeah, so you've got that. You've got, right, worse, but some women would pick the exact same person. Well, that does take yeah. a lot of people. You know, like, but I, yeah. Whether they realize it or not, they pick the same, you know, they're now they're going down the same cycle. Right. That's true. That's unfortunate, but that happens a lot. Okay. Yeah. So how do you think, if we talk about, let's talk about aging. Aging? Yeah. Didn't we talk about that already? <laughs> You know, you're getting old. You're forgetting what we're talking yeah. about. 
Yeah, that's that's um, true. I do forget things. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was curious. Mm-hmm. You're seventy five, mm-hmm. and as I get older and approach fifty, mm-hmm. I, I feel like, whoa, I don't feel like I thought I would feel at fifty. Do you feel that way about seventy five? Yes. And I remember my mother saying the same thing, but she felt the same, like inside she was the same person as she was when she was younger. I did say that, you know, I have more aches and pains than I used to. So that's different. But again, um, I'm able to function just fine. Right. So, uh, but when I was 50, I felt great. And I was 60, I felt great. It's only been in the 70s that I've had some of this back pain and stuff like that, which seems like most people have, honestly. It's, it is weird to hear you talk about that, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't talk about it much because there's no point. I just get up and get going. Right. Um, and it gets better as I move. So... That's the only thing about being 70. And, you know, definitely the memory isn't as good as it used to be. But I am aware. <laughs> I'm aware of that. But oh, it, we laugh you about it a that? lot. Do you know that, though? Oh, yes. Um, my friends, uh, we talk a lot about it. We, you know, it, it, there'll be five of us and it, it takes five to remember a movie. You know, we can't remember anything. You know, we need a lot of people. <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of people to remember and then just a make, lot of people yeah. yeah yeah and sometimes we can't come up with it we got to email each or text each other later yeah. you know I have the Saturday morning walk talk group and there if everyone's there which is almost never there are eight of us there usually are four to five you know somebody's traveling or has company or whatever but we often talk about books and um movies and you know, a lot of things and we laugh so hard because, okay, it begins with la, 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 la. Is it an L? Does it begin with L? Yes, it begins with L. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, right on the see. tip of your tongue. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Okay, well, and then, you know, there, and so it goes. And so do you think- Sometimes we do have to wait till we get home and then people will send it out. Oh, here's what it is. I looked it up. <laughs> Do you think you have to be, do you think you have to stay on top of technology? Do you feel like that's a good, important? I want to, I find it very challenging to do that. Uh, And I could do better. And if you lived here. (laughs) Sorry. If you lived here. I was wondering when you were going to throw that in. Yeah, you could give me a weekly lesson. I know. Um, It is, it is um, challenging. Yeah, like today, for instance, I played tennis with a group and uh, somebody had sent out an email to everybody and it came across weird. And so she had asked us, if can you recreate, can you send that back to me so I can see how it looked? And the three of us could not figure out. <laughs> we couldn't pull it up. We could not pull it up. And uh, the gal that sent it could not pull it up. So we thought, okay, now this is ridiculous, but those kinds of things are very frustrating. Because you're aware that it's that you're just not, you're not. It has to be there. Where yeah. is it? Right. Where, where like, 
where why could I find it, but you can't, right? Like that's that, right. I feel like that I think would be it, the thing that would be yeah. frustrating for me. It is. Or like, right. Because uh, you, you don't want to be, I would imagine you probably never want to feel like you're somebody's burden or you're getting older, even though you're getting older, you know, and it's happening. Right, right. Yeah, it's true. Um, we do need to have some kind of group. I've, I've been thinking about it. I could, I think if we got about five or six women together and we all had our laptops and phones and we did this years ago, but we haven't for a long time. And we all say, okay, do you know how to do this? <laughs> yes. And then they show us. <laughs> yeah. And but then, the problem you have is like, we're still, <laughs> yeah, we could do that. Let's do it. We'll have a training group. Cause I think it's important that you you don't feel totally helpless, you know? No, right. But I, I, you know, then I have my book club and there are some pretty good, uh, although they have their challenges too, but I think in the book club might be the best place for us to try to get together. And we talked about it doing that, but it hasn't happened, but I think we should. All right. I got Spotify. Who knows how to use that? Right. Exactly. And then every yeah. month when we come back together for our book club, we check in. How, how's it going with the Spotify? Right. And somebody will say, what's Spotify? I don't know. You know, that kind of thing. So yeah, it, it's important to keep up with it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that way. Cause it's like, you know, and then for those of you who are listening, you have to be patient with your parents. That is Thank you. I mean, that's that's intentional because that's not easy to do. No offense. Why not? Well, I don't know. It's like an old, it's like, I don't know why that is. But I think once I decided that, you know, our relationships are finite and we, we have to, I, I don't, I w personally wouldn't want any regrets, like wishing I, you know, and part of that is we, mm. I know we had to get out of there and we're doing our traveling and all of that, but just the way we treat our parents. Cause you've mentioned that before. Like, I wish I'd given my mother more time on the Yeah, phone. I do. I wish yeah, I, you I said that too. I wish I'd been more tolerant. I wish I had. That's true. Yeah. You, I feel like you, but the mistakes that I see she made with me, I try not to make with you, but I'm not probably making other mistakes that she didn't make, you? you know, <laughs> No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, with my mom, she, what's that? I said, let's air it out. Yeah. Not right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mom, what? Uh, no, I mean, you know, with my mom, she used to talk and talk and talk and talk. And so I try never to do that. You and I'm pretty good at that. Right. No. Yeah. You don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. So I'm good at that. Um, but I, I wish I'd just spent more time with her. That's all. And she didn't, she would have loved that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she had all those boys and they, they, uh, only one lived in two lived in town. The rest moved away. So she didn't really, and then her three daughters moved away. So she had all these kids. Did she ask? But, for that though? Did she ask? Did she say? No, she didn't. Yeah. She never asked you, for you, anything. You ask for that too. So, you know, I do. Make it yes. Easier, which yes. I, I actually I, think that's important. You know, I try. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think women at 50 should be thinking about now? 
I think about, I think you should be thinking about getting healthy, staying healthy, and forget about trying to look younger than you are. Forget about all that stuff, all that money, all that. It's just a waste, you know, all that waste of money and time on trying to turn back the clock because it's a privilege to grow old. I don't understand the preoccupation with um, trying to look a lot younger than people are. I mean, that was never the thing when I was younger. When I was 50, nobody was talking or thinking like that. Where do you think that it, it's it's interesting you say it specifically like that like there's nothing wrong with trying to look your best and look that's right and look that's better right that's Stay right fit. but fitness is one of the greatest anti aging things you could if you ask me that's true when Mitch and I look around, we always say like, how do you want to age? Well, we look at people and we say, obviously stay fit and relatively fashionable. Like, yes, that's true. it. Like, that's but true. it is a, a, it's like wanting to look younger is interesting. Cause it's like, there's a point when you just look absolutely ridiculous. You don't even look younger. You just look odd. Yes, there's and and there seemed to be a, a a lot of that. I mean, I'm all for getting facials and stuff. I've never done any of that stuff, but I that would be a good thing to do. I'm not going to start now because it's too late. <laughs> but uh, I I think that just natural things you can do to your body to make it healthier and stronger, and as you say, uh, optimize what you got going for you. Yeah, but. Um, but how about the go. neck though, mom? How okay. About- okay. All right. All right. Let me talk to you about my neck. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the neck. I, once I started seeing my neck and it's not that. My neck. Just- once you started seeing my neck. Okay. Let's talk um, about the neck. That is the hardest thing for me. I mean, one friend that I, an acquaintance that I have said, she said to me, you and I have the same parentheses. I said, yeah, I guess we do. <laughs> so I do have this. And I got all kinds of stuff going on that shows my age. But the neck thing is the hardest for me. So, you know, would I do something if I could? Um, but you have been able to and you haven't. I have been able to. I mean, I did talk to somebody about, well, because my sister-in-law had a, what they call it, a noontime facelift. That was years ago where they just tucked um, right behind your ear and that pulled up and that's it. Well, that's makes a lot of sense, but they don't do that anymore yeah, for they, some reason. Well, well when they, she had it done, she looked great. I remember no, they, it wasn't that expensive and no, they, they pulled it up behind either. the ear. Yeah. They pulled it up behind the ear. So I did, I did talk to a doctor about that and she said, no, that doesn't work. You wouldn't like, you would not be happy with the results. And we don't really do that anymore. And so it would be like a full face. Like I'm not having any of that done. So that's the one that's, you know, I know it's funny. We get, these I know, things, but it's, I know you've always said to me, I have endless things that I could say. My mother has always said, and sometimes I'm like, I don't know if it was my mother, but I think it was, it's the whole person you said, like you don't, yeah. you look at somebody unless it's, right. you know, you're and even if they have something you kind of, so what? So what? Yeah. And you're not really, well, first of all, absolutely. So what? But second of all, it's like, 
you don't go there and stay there. You you're it's, that's true. Yeah, you're yeah. you're um you're sort of captivated by the personality. Yeah, um, that's the most important thing. It's you kind of have to let that. Yeah. Go. It is the most important. You thing. know how they say like I can think of some people who just the like they just radiate joy. Yeah, that's true. I mean, right. Da -da. That that's better yeah. than any facelift, you know, like that's true. And scarves. Scarves are good. <laughs> all winter. Yeah. And well, come oh. come October, I got a scarf on all the time. But that's because my neck is cold, of course. Uh, but yeah. And then and also this is a good look too when you have a saggy neck. Yeah. Yeah. Careful. Kind of hides the profile. Oops, yeah. yeah. Hides the, you know. So I have my tricks. I know, but even like, it's funny because I was with my friend, Hannah, who's of course the stunning 28 um, yeah. and has, you know, this beautiful, it's just, you know, 28. I mean, what else right. do I to say? That's right. But she was taking video of me and every time I was like, hope fo hyper-focused on this neck thing. And then I go back to, so this is why it's important to be around, I think, women that are older than us because- and I don't think we soak enough out of our the your generation. I really don't. I think we're missing. We got out. wisdom to share. Well, I think we got we're, wisdom think to we're share. Tossing it out. Yes. Um, and I sort of fast forward every time I think about this, and I'm not saying I wouldn't have a necklace. So don't come for me, people. But and I don't judge it. It's just, I, you just have to ask yourself like the right questions, you know? And I think for me, I always go back to what you say, which is like, you know, um, at some point, like it just, it doesn't really matter, you know? That's right. Um, and once you start the process, you kind of have to keep, you got to keep going. Yeah. Right. Now, now there are some things though, like that I think that like now we can take such good care of our skin with lasers. And like, even at, I think I started doing a little Botox between the brows at like 39 mm -hmm. that helps like mm -hmm. little things um, mm -hmm. help that I haven't gone down the big filler path yet, but they're saying now, mom, all those fillers, sometimes women don't metabolize them well so that now you have the sagging skin and the sagging yeah. filler. <gasps> I've heard that. Right. Yeah. And the fate, you know, it's like, I, one of the reasons I'm terrified to go there is because it's like, okay, that's good now, but what happens to me? And, you know, now I got this weird face. It's true. Hold off as long as you I can. I guess that's the key, right? Hold off as long as yeah. you can. Hold off as long as yeah. you can. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've seen some women who have had, it's, it's really great. It's, yeah, I have two. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. So what is your biggest worry these days for our the world that we live in? Oh my, where do I start? Don't I don't know. Political. Don't what? Don't go political. <laughs> let's we just let's agree that that's a shit show in all directions. Oh yeah. I don't know. I worry a lot about the grandchildren in the world that we're leaving them we haven't taken good care of it my generation the generation before us and 
you know, even your generation, you got to get on board and do what you can vote the right people in to make some good decisions. Um, I guess it's the, the state of the, the climate of this world. I'm worried about that. Yeah. You know, and I'm not talking about political, of course, I'm worried about that. But, you know, just the You know, the need to keep the only news I read are the articles you send me. Oh, boy, I'm going to start sending you more. Well, yeah, I read them all. Yeah. I mean, well, I yeah, 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 Yeah. Uh, I, I do worry about the climate a lot. Yeah. Yeah. What's going to happen? Water's rising. Oh, yeah. And, you know lots more hurricanes and tornadoes and where what's going to happen to people yeah 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 i mean i i I think about those things too but i do know that you know i know that worrying never changed an outcome so that's right that's that's not my thing Mm -hmm. right in my stuck in deep in my personality um, you know, mm-hmm. that I think sure. are that, you know, keep me up at night. I do think about the unborn future grandchildren though. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Just kind of, and keep- where would be the safest place in the country to live? Where would it be? Yeah. You know, of course I think it's Maine. <laughs> you know what? And our travels, this is what I've concluded about Maine. Mm-hmm. And of course, this is just in the, where we've been. When you enter Maine and you start, like from the moment you enter the state, if you drive up the coast to the very tippy top, every day or every like 30 minutes even, you could see a new cool amazing town just over and over and over that's true that's true the coast from the bottom top where we are you start driving you it's not like that it's like Uh, right it's like you're in the middle of nowhere the middle of nowhere there's nothing there there's nothing for for days hours and and then you hit like a, a strange town And then like, so it's been super interesting. And I think one of the, one of the reasons why everybody needs to go to Maine and drive up the coast is because it's just, it's just like spectacular view or like cool historical thing for days. I mean, it's very unique that way. And I hadn't quite seen it that from that perspective, um, until we did this drive across states where you're just like, wow, there's just nothing. There's nowhere. I could have told, I could have told you that Kendra. Yeah. Well, but you got to do it. Uh, I, grew, you know? I know. I'm, I'm just like, kidding. I wasn't thinking of it that way, but it's like, right. Cool. Yeah. No, Maine and, and Maine is just a beautiful place and healthy place to live. And it's calm. And, you know, we do get a lot of traffic coming in starting very soon. We're really, really, uh, 4th of July, it's just bumper to bumper sometimes in certain areas, but you know when to go and when not yeah, to go. Know. It's good. Yeah. Right. So I know there were a million things we could have talked about. Yeah. 
they'll talk about, but I would, mm -hmm. I'm curious to know what you would want your grandkids to know about you that they might not. Mm -hmm. Well, they don't know a lot about my childhood, but, you know, typically kids aren't really interested in that until you're dead. That's pretty standard. <laughs> until you're dead. It's true. You talk to people and they all, so many people say, you hear it all the time from, I wish I'd asked more questions about my grandparents and what the world was like, what their life was like, because it's so different. But kids are bored by that. They don't really want to know right now. I know. Um, so, uh, you know, and I had a very unusual, interesting childhood. So I could tell them a lot, but no. Um, I don't know. I think that they know about a lot about raising you and living in this town. And unfortunately, everybody comes back here. I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's really good. So, you know, we're, we're working on giving them information. Yeah. Right. Piece, so it's so you know? because they, they're just not gonna, I mean, I even have to work on that sometimes, like ask about your parents, you know, it's not because right. when you, when you have, I think when you have really good parents, they kind of make it about you. You know what I mean? They're, they're your parents and they're not necessarily dumping all of their stuff on you. They're, they're, at least that's how you've been. You're sort of protecting your kids and there's a boundary, like there's an appropriate boundary. And even at 75 and 50, sometimes I have to remind you that I'm almost 50. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> your like, brother tells me that all the time. Right, mom, we, right, mom, mom, but 50. mom. I'm 52 almost now, but there's like a, and I do think your grandchildren know, because Jack has said this to me that they are the most important thing to you. They, Jack has yeah. said that to me. And yeah. so even if it doesn't resonate with them now, you know, I think that's, that is pretty cool. Yeah. I think they, they feel that. loved. Yeah. They yeah. feel loved and cherished by us. And that's, yeah. That's been my goal. And they all my and kids and grandkids. Even though you you don't it's so weird because it's it's like when you're older, you realize you you probably think I don't spend enough time with them. But they will not experience it that way. I like, hope. Mm -hmm. like I I felt like I was around my cousins all the time. But like you I wasn't around my cousins all the time. You know what I mean? You just, you, right. <laughs> funny. like now looking back, I'm like, oh, I wasn't around my cousins all the time. Not all the time, but I think in my mind, that was like my childhood. And well, they were, when you, when you all got together, you had such a great time. You had such a good time. You had such a great time. Right. So, you always liked each other's company. So yeah. maybe you can do some more of that this summer. Yeah. Anyway, it's yeah. just, it's funny how you, you know the way you remember things is it's true so interesting so you're yes that's right that. that's true and I just want to have these these conversations too and these okay. even, even if mm. nobody else listens I, I want them to be able to you know to have something too and and for me because I you know 
it's nice to be here in this in this place with you where mm -hmm. you know we're I've said this to you now I feel like we're getting we're going to grow older together I hope so that'd be nice let's see I'm not young anymore when I'm 80 when I'm well see to me you are when I'm 85 you'll be 60 yeah like that's not young I'm not young yeah well think yeah. about this Kendra when we moved into this house I was 50 yeah you know that's pretty amazing you know, because it seems like yesterday. I know, in but many ways. Wow, I remember feeling like you were getting older when you were about fifty-five. Mm -hmm. okay. I remember. I remember your face changing. Like I just remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, mother's like it was like you weren't, and then you just you just were. Boom. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Um. And I was thinking, it's funny how Jack's going to, I won't see him for a couple months and he's going to, he may experience this, maybe not right now, but eventually. Although maybe if I keep having that, you know, having those facelifts, <laughs> like, you don't look younger, you just look weird. No, that'll yeah. never happen. That'll never um, happen. I, who knows? You never know. Never you say never that. know. Karina right. and Kate and I made a pact. Like, if I start looking weird, you tell me. But I don't think women would do that to each. We wouldn't be like, you look weird now. No, no you wouldn't. So no. They would just be like, you're perfect. So I can't trust them. But you would tell me. <laughs> but from my perspective, it would be different. It matters more about somebody your own age, how they regard you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Truth be told. Truth yeah. be told. Yeah, which is always a good thing. Well, Mom, All right. episode one. Wow. Okay. okay we're, we've got some good little words of wisdom and nuggets. And, um, All righty. I love you. Love you too. Honey. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Oh, I, I forget. Five-star rating only, please. Like my mother said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Yeah, I did say that. My mother used to say that. Yeah, that's okay. Mother should say that. So, that's true. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you real soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.